Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 251, fellas. And man, oh man, we have got a fantastic show coming up for you tonight. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, welcome in. Uh, you know, it's uh, going to be a fantastic show. What we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the illustrious champion of Game That Tune. Jesse Moore. And Jesse, you've got a refreshingly fantastic theme for this week's episode. What do we have? That's right. I have uh, games that you can swim in. Games in which swimming is part of the game at some point. You mm-hmm. know? So uh, I thought that would go pretty swimmingly. Yep. It's off. Uh, it will. I mean, knowing this show, everything always goes swimmingly. Everything goes perfectly according to plan. Uh, and yeah, it's perfect summer theme. It's, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think a nice hot summer. And what better way to cool off than not going outside and playing some video games in which you can go swimming? Um, possibly from, like, an indoor pool. Like, you know, I know those hot tub streams are so, like, three weeks ago on Twitch. But what about cold tub streams, guys? <laughs> where we sit in a refreshing pool... And just play some video games and go swimming in them, guys. I'm, I'm thinking oh, of the next thing. We could oh, take Twitch. it a step further. Bathtub yes. full of ice streams. Yeah, like the like athletes do when they're like, you know, after they work Ooh. out. Ooh, yeah, I'm... and then like we could get our kidneys stolen live on stream. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, what I was instead thinking. Of doing, instead of doing the ice bucket challenge, we do ice bucket streams. Dude, yeah, ice bucket speedrun streams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want to set up a sub goal, and if we make 2,000 subs, we steal this guy's kidney. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you, John. We steal your own kidney. <laughs> what are we doing with this? I don't know. Just look at it. I just think it's neat. It's our new show um, mascot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have it on a stick and wave it around when you do some kind of blunder. Oh, John's mm-hmm. kidney! Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's the dialysis sound. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I think we focused a little bit too much on the cold of it all, but yeah, no, I think I think swimming is a fantastic theme. It's uh, it's like I said, a refreshing theme, a relaxing theme, uh, also a highly stressful theme. Because I mean, seriously, how many games have an enjoyable water level? Go on, I'll wait. Well, I don't want to give away my game. Nice try. Nice try, officer. (laughs) Okay, it's episode 251. You guys know my uh, my little routine there. Try and get you guys to announce the games right in the intro. It's never worked before, and it's not working tonight, guys. Um, So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I think we can just hop right into it, man. We got five fantastic games. We got a fantastic fan request. 
And uh, let's just, uh, you know, should we just dip our toe into game one? Or should we put our floaties Cannonball! on and wade, wade into the shallow one. end? Let's dive into the deep end, babies.
Oh, okay. So this game, uh, the people made it. They said they always wanted to make uh, open world titles similar to Far Cry and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but they wanted to, um, you know, do something completely new and unique with that genre. Um, the combat system, however, was inspired uh, by Punch Out and Dark Souls. For that's weird. Yeah. Let's see what you guys said. Um, everybody says man-eater. Everybody is correct. This is man-eater. Um, this game is very, very excellent. <laughs> um, this game is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure David's played it. Um, it's definitely worth checking out. You play it. It's a shark PG. Um, so it's an RPG. Uh, it's a shark PG. It's an RPG in which you play as a shark. An SPG, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, That's the only role you yeah. get to play in the game. <laughs> yeah. You, you start off as a, a, bull, a, a bull shark and you get caught on some like reality TV show um, about this guy named Scaly Pete. And um, basically he, uh, he, he, after he uh, catches your mother, he cuts a big hole in her and and like guts her, and then that's when you come out. Your um, I guess born your birth. Then you bite the dude's arm off somehow because um, you're a baby shark and you can already bite people's arms off, and uh, and then you you escape, and so then uh, that's when you get to actually start playing and leveling up. Uh, so you can eat fish and turtles and stuff at first to level up. Um, Eventually, uh, you run into some alligators, and if you're too low of a level, they will fuck your shit up. But, um... I don't... I don't know what it is, because, like, you... You fight a bunch of different animals. There's, like, alligators and other sharks and, like, barracudas. And for some reason, the first thing that you fight are the alligators, and they're, like, the most difficult thing to fight. Yeah. Like, it's... Hmm. 
I don't know why they planned it that way. Like the 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 game the, the the thing about the game is it first starts off really really difficult. Like cuz you're like level 1, 2 or 3, alligators are level 8 and they fuck your shit up. Um I mean, it makes sense. It's tough out there, man. Yeah. Being, a, being a newborn shark, <laughs> you know, trying to find your way in the world, good chance you're going to get eaten or, you know, fucked up by a level eight alligator. It's how it goes. Yeah. Um, but they do a good job at making you kind of want to eat the humans because, like, the water is so fucking polluted. It's, like, almost as bad as the St. John's River. Like, it's really fucking bad. Um, oh, great. And so, like, you see trash everywhere. Uh, there's all sorts of, like, radiation and shit in the water, which probably it leads to why uh, your shark can have some really cool evolutions as you level up. Um, like, I'm, mm. like, I'm not that far in, but I already have electric teeth. Um, <laughs> so that's that's pretty great, like a shark with electric teeth. Um, Dope. So, like, anything you bite, you can shock and eventually paralyze if you bite it enough times. And I think you can like outfit your whole shark with like, like electric electric cartilage and stuff like that. So uh, there's some wild uh, customization and evolution stuff with the sharks. Um, yeah, you you don't get like equipment for your shark like a normal RPG, but you can choose like how to evolve the fin or the tails or the teeth. So you can get like a bone-plated body for extra defense, or um, you can get, like, you can get the electric teeth. They also have what's called shadow teeth that basically poison everything that you bite. Yeah! (laughs) That's great. So you're like a some kind of shark ninja at that point? Kinda. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Sounds fucking awesome, Jesse. I I unfortunately didn't watch you stream this this week. I I caught a quick glimpse of it, and I was like, man, I'm at work. I can't get caught watching Jesse stream a shark game right now. It's it's fun. Looks fucking rad, though, man. Um, Like... Yeah, I just I love uh, I love a game that you know they think of something that is very seldom done, like play as a shark and do shark shit. Yeah, good, like great call. (laughs) The controls I felt take just a little bit of time to get used to, because it kind of plays like a space game, because you know you're swimming around in the ocean, but you don't have makes sense. You don't have lasers. Good job. Uh, You you don't have lasers or anything. You just have your teeth. You can use your tail. So, like, you have to get in close range. There's a lot of, uh, you know, dodging sharks or barracudas that try to get you. And then once you dodge them, it opens them up for to do, like, more damage to them, which is cool. Right. So there's... I mean, can you, like, surface as the shark yeah. and fuck things up? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I was, so was going to say, like, the space thing kind of makes sense, because, I mean, what is space if not... Underwater, but much. not like you know the the controls actually kind of make sense yeah. at that point. Like you know the movement in space versus the movement of an underwater thing. Yeah, as long as the environment's completely underwater, kind of makes perfect sense. But yeah, I can see how it kind of makes sense yeah. right, to have a control scheme like that. John, there's Johnny. A I lot. wasn't looking to drill down on that man. <laughs> that, I really a wasn't. Lot of, like that? No, that's not right at all, John. I can't. <laughs> Can't even begin to tell you I, how space I, I'm is not, not like in, the ocean. I'm not interested in hearing why it's not, John. I'm interested in sharks with poison teeth. <laughs> Just saying, did, you I, know, I, the movement in video games. Yeah, you know, I think there's a, a pretty clear, you know, clear cut correlation between space and underwater. That's you know, that's all I'm saying. 
I do kind of like how you broke that down of just what is space but underwater except not. <laughs> exactly. Like, that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. What is space mm-hmm. but it's... underwater persevering? <laughs> so anyways, like, uh, you can leap out of the water, um, which... Just like you can leap out of space. <laughs> yeah. And so, like... <laughs> by landing on a planet yeah. is what I mean. Yeah. Then the planet is like a boat. Like, you can jump right. onto a fishing boat and then just start mm-hmm. biting people, and people are screaming. <laughs> a, like, one guy jumps off into the water. Like, Ugh. you can blow, like, just attack the boat from underneath and do damage to the boat, and then just. Sweet. I, okay. So you can, like, just totally, like, jaws some motherfuckers? You yeah. can really just hop on their boat yeah. and start fucking them up? Oh my god, yeah. Like, it's. Um, good, good, good. There's this one. Okay, it's like the first time you realize that, oh, I could just fucking. Like, there's a mission, it's like, you have to kill eight humans. And so you show up, and the humans that you have to kill are all, like, standing on this, like, kind of, like, thing next to the water. And it's like, oh, so you just leap out, and you got this big shark that's on the, like, land, just biting whoever is near it. People are screaming, and you're, like, taking people with you as you jump back into the water, because, you know, you can't stay out of the water indefinitely. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, so you have to get back in the water, then do it again. You jump back on there, and there, there's people still hanging out there screaming. Like, I, yeah, I'd still be screaming, but I wouldn't be just standing there. Um, right. No, this is. I mean, what, what can you do except just stand there and scream? Yeah. Like, and um, people take body damage, so like, oh, people and animals, because it was really fucked up when I noticed that. Holy shit! That alligator I'm fighting no longer has uh, arms or legs. And it's just like Uh-oh. a, uh, just a, like a alligator, like hot dogs, like you know. Bob the alligator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like, like a circle of blood around him and everything. But yeah, Jesus. there's something great about leaping up out of the water and taking a dude off a jet ski. Um, that's pretty great. Um, no, the the game is a ton of fucking fun because. I had saw it. It's it's on Switch um, as well as I assume Game Pass. Yes. Um, and because I looked into the Switch port, I was like, because this game sounds awesome, and people were like, oh, you know, it's pretty fun and it's unique, but some of the side missions get repetitive, and some of the areas you explore on the small side, I was like, yeah, those are all valid critiques. However. I just jumped onto a dock and ate three yeah. people, so mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, this some, game is some fucking point, awesome. At some point, the fun of the game outweighs the, like, mild little critiques yeah. that people might have. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it's not a full-size ocean to play as a shark, and like, yeah, yeah okay, but, that's fine. But at the same it time... Doesn't need, it doesn't need to be everything, guys. It can just be a really great a, show. It's a good game, but, like, there's not... The whole... In-game economies is really lacking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part that part sucks. But what's fun is jumping onto a fucking golf course and eating a bunch of <laughs> rich people while they're trying to <laughs> make their shot. You know. Okay, yeah, that's cool too. I didn't know. Shit, man. Okay, that sounds great. There's yeah. like every area of the game, they do a really good job of like differentiating things. Because oh. like you start off. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jesse. No, you were talking. I just remembered something. I was going to say, it's like you start off in like a bayou and then you get into like a lake near industrial buildings and you get to a golf course and like a full open ocean and everything. And when you're in the golf course, you can jump up on the land to attack people, but then go into the water hazards to like get your oxygen back up and then jump out of those. (laughs) It's fucking great. I I I I have one question. Is the golf course 
TBC Sawgrass and is the water like the Island Green of 17? And no. follow, follow up to that, can you play the golf course? No and no. Oh, um, yeah. any, no shark golf yeah, in the game no, whatsoever? Not really shark golf, but you can grab a swordfish and use it as a spear. <laughs> okay, that, that beats the golf minigame. Sorry, John. Yeah, yeah it does. No, that I would agree. actually be really cool yeah. if you could use your tail to, like, get up onto the golf course and swing your tail to knock a golf ball. <laughs> I mean, at some point, the shark just evolves into Jabberjaw and starts walking yeah. around on his hinders. <laughs> and yeah, then the game just goes wildly off the rails as he just walks around everywhere instead of going in the ocean anymore. <laughs> this is Maneater. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the. They, the way they like, uh, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, like the game is presented like it's a documentary show. Like, uh, it's not like David Attenborough. It's Chris Parnell. Um, <laughs> but like he'll like talk about like the different animals that you're eating, or or like anytime you eat like a because you can find treasure chests, and of course you know what does a shark do with a treasure chest? He eats it. <laughs> so when you eat the treasure Makes chest, sense. Chris Parnell is like uh, the bull shark often eats uh, strange things to have uh, different minerals or whatever. You know, um, when you die, he says some kind of snide comment about oh uh sometimes uh baby sharks can't put up against an, an alligator and they just die or you know shit like that and and um so like the voice the, the voice work is good and then there's like um when you eat enough humans they send like a guy after you or a girl uh like a commander type person who comes to like hunt you and there's like different ones and they all have like stupid names like like betty bojangles or and stuff like that that is a stupid <laughs> yeah <name>. and um <laughs> and they're all there's gonna be some kind of shark killing pun and then he said betty bojangles <laughs> well it depends on their like these are all like cajun people although some military people want to kill the shark too so i'm pretty sure betty bojangles is like a character from a john waters film <laughs> like that's Maybe. an mm-hmm. awful name <laughs> she's i would look i would greatly like to eat that character just based on the name <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's such a stupid fun game um eating people um See, like, then there's there's some, like, fun little glitches. Like, so sometimes people swim, like, above the water briefly, and it looks really silly and fun. Um, I killed, like, a whole fishing group of people in a a, a boat, but there was one lady that was left alive. And so, like, she's just, just, like, swimming in the water, screaming. And I'm just swimming in circles around her. (laughs) She, like, is screaming the whole time. And I'm like, what's wrong? (laughs) I ate your whole family. (laughs) It's really fucked up. Yeah, I mean that's one thing you got to be able to do in a shark game is you got to be able to squat up with a couple other sharks and circle something. So you just do the classic yeah. shark circling a boat thing, and just intimidate the hell out of some people. And then yeah, eventually eat them or don't. It's it's a shark yeah. game. You do what you want, man. Jesse, I have kind of like a follow up to this whole thing. You were talking about the level eight alligators. Yeah, I I think after the show, I'd really like to cut you a check from the Patreon account for you and your family to go down the alligator farm. And for you to ask them what level their alligators are. <laughs> I, I will do this for the idea. show. Some yeah. solid investigative reporting. Right. Well, and, you know, it's gotten so expensive to go to the alligator farm. We really are going to need Patreon money yeah. to do it. But yeah, I would love you to interrupt like, like a, a show, like <laughs> a kid's reptile show. Be like, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Question. I've been playing a lot of man yeah. and I'm just curious. You know, these alligators, they look rather docile. <laughs> Are these level eight alligators, or are they a little, uh, little low yeah. tier? Uh, what, what, what's the you got a tier list on these alligators around here? 
Well, well, okay, so before we put the uh, Burmese python back into its cage, does anyone have a question? Well, oh, yes, you, sir. What level is it? Can that snake fight a bull shark? <laughs> <laughs> what level do you think Gomek was before he died? <laughs> God! Man, Gomek could have been a fucking unlockable boss. Yeah. yeah. Fucking man-eater. Like, uh, they should have consulted with some St. Augustine people and gotten the rights to Gomek. That, you know, man... I yeah, feel like it, it does have the uh, Made in Georgia logo when the game boots up, so you're not that far off. Was it, is it an Adult Swim game? No. <laughs> I no. feel like, I don't know, like, I mean, obviously the studio is in Georgia because they have the Made in Georgia thing, but I feel like people on the dev team have to be from Florida because a lot of the look, like, it, none of it is specifically Duval County, but it feels very, very northeast Florida. Mm. Like, a lot of the level design seems very Florida. <laughs> I'd believe it. It's, it does I, have a... I would definitely believe it. It does have a, a I would say a Cajun slant on it, though, because, like, they do have a lot of the ca- Cajun names and bayous and stuff, so maybe mm-hmm. it is more of a Louisiana thing? I don't know. It's an easier thing to parody than, you know, like northeast florida cajun's a way way broader target than jacksonville yeah like everyone's heard about cajuns but if, if you're not from florida you probably aren't that familiar with some of the weird north florida things you know yeah, yeah. and like everybody praised the good place for like skewering jacksonville no, no. But all of, okay everything that was it everything in there was just broad and making fun of blake Bortles. mild, so it's mild tangent real. that show <laughs> totally lost me when fucking dude was talking about Carl's Jr. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck, yeah. bitch? No, Jacksonville has oh, didn't, didn't do their damn research. They fucked fucking up. Fucking idiot. Oh, I hate yeah. it. Oh, those but blessed- I do love I, the idea of, like, you know, throwing a Molotov cocktail at a yacht to collect the insurance money. That, you know, it feels like an affectionate parody of Northeast Florida, but no, fuck that anyway. Yeah, Hard, I, love, um, I love that Carl's Jr. is such a West Coast elite fast food chain that it, it permeated yeah, the them. show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it takes you right out of the experience, man. You thought these guys were doing yeah. their research, and then instead of saying Hardee's, they say Carl's Jr. Fucks up the whole reality, <laughs> yeah. man. It's just how it goes. It'd be like if this fucking, you know, shark were uh, yeah. eating some guy, and then he, like, turned to the camera and quipped about eating it like Stuckies. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Boy, that no, White Castle was here. good. What the fuck uh, are you uh, talking about? <laughs> like, the guy turned the camera and talked about how he loves shopping at Kroger's. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was just about to say, it's like, man, I can't wait to eat that guy at the Jewel Osco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, watch that surfer down with some fucking... Pop. Uh, pop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a fresh pop. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, Jesse, uh, this game sounds amazing. I feel like everybody should play it, because, you know, a shark game. Agreed. Play it, right? Is there anything else that needs to be said? Fence to the left, fence to the right. I guess that's it. Game two.
Alright guys, so originally all characters in this game were going to have bathing suits, but this idea was rejected because a certain character could not have his shoes removed. How you guys feeling? Uh, after <sighs> checking the games reviewed so far list, pretty good. Good. I did not check the list, so I have no idea. We'll oh. see what happens. One second. Good. I hope you can read it. I sure hope. It. <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesse says the Poseidon Adventure. Sadly, incorrect, oh. but man, I, I would play that game. Uh, Johnny says Sonic at the Olympics 2020. We'll uh, come back to that. And David <laughs> has the absolutely correct answer of Mario and Sonic at the 2012 Olympic Games. Man. Johnny, you had a great guess there, man. Sonic at the Olympics uh, 2020. <laughs> Yeah, you, you left Mario off the uh, <laughs> off the list. Well, there is a game called Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. I know. I'm just baiting you into bringing it up so I can explain it. Um, oh, so that's yes. a mobile game. Uh, Sonic at the Olympics 2020 is the mobile version of the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. Damn it! Um, and I I was going to pick that. Really? However, if you look at the list of events. You don't swim in that game. <laughs> so, so, you know, Johnny, you, you, you fool. You should have drilled a little further down on that list and gone back in time to the 2012 Olympics, baby. Everybody had swimming fever in 2012. It was the it was Phelps mania. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prime Phelps. Yeah. So much Phelps, man. You know, a little bit of Lochte sprinkled in there, but no, uh, it was Phelps. Phelps. I, I heard yeah. that Phelps eats like 30 Egg McMuffins for breakfast. Like, no, I'm I not even joking. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> The Olympic Committee so he's, lets him so do that. So he's not a hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's no Olympic gold medalist to me. <laughs> oh, God. Doesn't he also, yeah, like, smoke a ton of pot, too? 
Oh yeah, no, no question. I mean, he, and he does whatever the fuck he wants yeah. now. Like, you know, <laughs> God, that guy's got so many Olympic medals. He can do whatever he wants for the rest of his life. He spent like eight years living in a pool. He can do anything <laughs> he wants. He is Echo <laughs> the Dolphin. I'm saying, man. You know, See, I just I'm... watched that movie Luca. Michael Phelps might be uh, like a little Luca man. He just, you know, God, he, little sea monster that Michael Phelps. I was gonna go with a Gilman reference, like he's now moving to the Black Lagoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, but yeah, man. So, uh, you know, Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games. Um, what a game it was. Oh, and also that's the, the other thing I was gonna use. Uh, I was gonna use the other Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games because they just released for Switch, uh, just Sega's Tokyo 2020 Olympics, the official game, which is. The Mario and Sonic game, but you play as human avatars instead of Mario and Sonic characters, to which I have to ask, why? Uh, I was like, like, that sounds like it defeats the purpose. That just makes me Truly. mad. I, I mean, honestly, I kind of want to play it, because they did add a couple of events that aren't in the Mario and Sonic games. They have, like, basketball and shit. Uh, you know, I'm like, okay. you know, And they have, like, a, a more, uh, like, a bigger soccer game, like you know, the Mario and Sonic games have like more of an arcadey kind of like six on six soccer, and this one has like full eleven on eleven soccer. But I'm like, why would I want to play as not Sonic and Mario characters? Like, <laughs> yeah, I did. I was watching I mean, a video on this because I, I intended to pull it up, and it, it is nice. They have the rugby game, and you can make an avatar, and they do not have to have the perfect body. I can make myself overweight. And put myself in the rugby game and, you know, play Olympic rugby as, like, a fat avatar of me, and I think that's pretty great. That's uh, like, that is That is pretty great, but you have to counterbalance by realizing you are not going to be playing against Knuckles. Right. That's the problem. Just let me add me in to play with Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Not a whole game of bizarre, you know, like human avatars like I, I don't want that at all so and you know also i can't believe that they're releasing the official olympic games of 2020 and still calling it that despite the fact that hold on let me check my watch it's june of 2021 and those olympics have not happened yet and they're coming yeah. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I just, why wouldn't... And, I mean, did they do a COVID patch? Or, you know, or is the no. is the crowd going to be at half capacity and masked up and only Japanese people? Like, <laughs> I, I would love a COVID patch for an Olympics game where it just doesn't let you play the game. Yeah. <laughs> game Wait till next year. So... <laughs> it's funny, too. Like, they released <laughs> that human avatar thing... Uh, they actually did release that in Japan in 2019 as a promotional thing for the 2020 games. It came out alongside the Mario and Sonic game. And when you boot it up on the title screen, like it would say, it would have a countdown like 265 days till the Olympics. I'm like, what happened? Did they correct that? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> did they go back and patch that and be like negative 200 days <laughs> till the Olympics? <laughs> We've surpassed, like, you know, I want to know about the Y2K compliance level of the Olympic countdown <laughs> clock in the Olympics game from 2019. But, um, I say all that because I didn't play Mario and Sonic at the 2012 games, because uh, it was on Wii, and I knew it was a waggle fest, and, you know, I wasn't terribly interested. 
but I do like these games, man. Uh, you know, there is something relentlessly charming about Mario and Sonic characters competing in Olympic events in realistic versions, semi-realistic versions of real-world cities. Uh, this one has the Mario and Sonic music remixes in it, and they're fucking delightful. Uh, they kind of jettisoned that for the Tokyo 2020 games, which was unfortunate. Um, and it's yeah. Just, it, I feel like this is the one that added horse racing. Uh, did it in Equestrian? I, you know, I don't know. Hold on, let me, uh, see if that, uh, that Team Mario... Yeah, it did. Uh, show jumping. Because <laughs> I remember, like, a lot of people were kind of freaked out by the Mario-style horses. Or no, uh -huh. I think in this game... I think that I think was for, like, the Mario sports game. They, they freaked out because Wario was on a horse at some point. And I was like, no, that poor horse. You're going to have to kill it. Like, don't do it. <laughs> you can't put that, you know, that, that man's taint is too oh, big for a horse. God. Don't do it. Yeah, oh, they man. Were episode, episode title. Yeah. <laughs> taint too more, big. <laughs> they were more, like, realistic horses. Like, they still had goofy anime eyes, but proportionately they were, like, normal horses. And just seeing, like, Bowser on a horse is fucking weird. I love it, man. It's, you know, that's the kind of shit that I fucking play these games for. It's a riot, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, that and the characters doing their gymnastics routines. <laughs> like, that shit cracks me up. I do, I do feel the need to point something out. Um, oh, good. John, I don't know if you did this intentionally or not. <laughs> But do you know what today is? As of this uh, taping? Uh, we are taping on June 23rd. Yeah. And you know what's significant about that day? It's Shoryuken uh, Day. It is... You know, I, I don't know. I feel like the Olympic Games 2020 were supposed to start exactly one year ago today and did not. No. June 23rd, 1991 was oh, the North American release of the first Sonic the Hedgehog game. It is Sonic's I do know that, John, because we recorded that GTT Gems episode already. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sonic's Definitely 30th birthday, and you picked a game of Sonic in it, and I'm realizing that I fucking did it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Johnny, I know what's up, baby. Ah. This is our celebration of Sonic's 30th. I love Sonic more than you. <laughs> you know, Sonic, to me, is like your dad. We're very close. <laughs> Yeah. This is our celebration of Sonic's 30th anniversary, so let's talk about the 2012 Olympics. And Manny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also sharks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, you know, what a, what a fucking Olympics it was, guys. You got any you know, fond memories of that Olympics? I mean, real or Mario-based? <laughs> like, uh, that Olympics was when I first discovered how to use, like, VPNs to watch the BBC's live feeds of uh, Olympic Games, and that was pretty dope. cool. I would so much have rather watched that Olympics using British commentary for the British Olympics than watching the fucking whatever NBC the feeds. British to you. Olympics. I'm just saying yeah. they get passionate, yeah. baby. Plus, you get to actually watch it live that way. The problem yeah. with watching an NBC yeah. is it's always tape delay. Yep. And um, at that point, you know, and by 2012, you were probably getting push notifications to your phone about like every gold as soon as it happens. You already knew what was going to mm -hmm. happen before you watched it. Yep. You know. Yeah. See, no, and you never get a full soccer match in the United States. It fucking sucks, man. And the whole um, BBC yeah. website was amazing. Like, you could watch fucking every sport live. It was absolutely yeah. insane. And, and No, the United States fucking, like, media coverage of the Olympics is fucking a travesty. Like, you know, I want a website that I can go to. I don't, have, I don't care if I have to pay, like, a few bucks for three months or whatever. Uh, I want to watch all the Olympics as they happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me click on a button and watch whatever I want. 
And no, they don't have that. They want you to watch fucking, you know, Bob Costas tell you about it at like 9 p.m. It's like, I seriously, I know this already happened. You know, it's tomorrow in Japan, man. I'm going to find out. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. But anyway, yeah, it, you know, 2012 Olympics, uh, a good one. You know, uh, you got to love that uh, that London opening ceremony. You know, they, uh, Jesse, you remember that one? They had, they had Danny Boyle directed it, so it's like the train spotting yeah, opening ceremony. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> They had a bunch of good music. Yeah. They had Dizzy Rascal. Fascinating. Uh, you know, the Wild. What's he up to? That was a good opening. I, you know, I don't know what Dizzy Rascal's up to lately, but I fucking missed that guy. Yo, okay, like, you know, so you want to talk about you know guys that I listened to a lot back in the day? God, that's that's. Let's get right Dizzy there. Rascal on as a guest. Man, I would love. That. <laughs> 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 we booked Dizzy Rascal as like a guest commentator for August Absurdity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would listen to him describe our show all fucking day. Um, <laughs> Mostly with confusion. Exactly. <laughs> These just some rascals. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of like what else was special about the 2012 games, and it was since we're in America, just all like swimming and Usain Bolt. Huh? Uh, oh yeah. You know, I don't know if you heard about this guy, Usain Bolt. He fast. But is he the fastest um, thing alive? See, now here's the thing. They really should have gone ahead and put him in the game against Sonic. That would have been, like, you know, they would have sold five million more copies of this if they had, instead of Mario and Sonic, it was Usain Bolt and Sonic at the 2012 Olympic Games. (laughs) (laughs) No, fuck Mario, he's out of here. You know, Sonic and the Jamaican Relay Team at the 2012 Olympic Games. I would play. Wait, so, would so play you're the telling me you it. can't play as Echo against Michael Phelps, like in the swim relays? <sighs> See, th- these are the dream events that they need to bring on a John Regan type to come up with. <laughs> they had the dream events, and I know David knows what they are, but like, I was gonna no, say, yeah. like, they should just expand it beyond Mario and Sonic to just Nintendo and Sega at the Olympics. Like, yes, I would Super play- Smash Olympics. There we I go. I would play against. Link in an archery contest. Mm-hmm. That sounds good, man. Like, seriously, like, yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, you would have had Usain Bolt versus oh, Sonic in, like, the athletics. And the Daytona Ooh, USA yeah. car. I mean, yeah, that <laughs> would have been pretty Wait, what, what, no, in what event? What? He's running. Box hammer throw. He's running. Equestrian no. events. <laughs> oh, my God, a car yeah, riding a horse. A car riding a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's got the horse with a rolling start. That's oh, that's not good for his joints. <laughs> rolling start. <laughs> oh no, that's gonna be a point off. That's a foul. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to think of like other you know, like you know who's the because that's the thing. Like they always put these characters in like you know the you got these rival characters for the dream events and it's like you know oh you gotta go against you know negative Doctor Eggman in dream trampoline gymnastics like that doesn't make any sense like you know who who's the perfect like nintendo or sega character to put in like a table tennis match i still I mean, want to I say know. link because like link devil's volley against say, ganondorf i was gonna say wallow yeah, actually yeah the link and ganondorf thing actually how about just ganondorf and table tennis that makes oh, it man. extra yeah. hilarious like ah! 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 <laughs> God, I would play the shit out of that, man. I, w- I would absolutely do, like, clay shooting with characters from Duck Hunt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, Duck Hunt's, like, part of the decathlon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, um, going up against, like, Marth in fencing. Yep. 
Yeah, he could beat the Italians in fencing. I know he could. Um, oh, what? Don't they have like a some kind of dancing type situation? Uh, oh, they do. That could be the uh, Toe Jam and Earl uh, people because they do the uh, God, yeah. the <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl doing like the rhythmic gymnastics, the beat clap <laughs> thing. You know. Yep, they could do it. You know, do the, like the ribbon dancing. Toe Jam and Earl, or do fucking um, beat from Jet Set Radio. Oh yeah, there you go. Yes. Well, no, Very they have so. inline skating, don't they? Do you think? Is that an Olympic event? I'm not sure it is. Maybe, I don't know. It, uh, maybe not in 2012. Okay. Um, no, I know. I'm not, I, and I'm not sure if it I is I know now. in 2020 they're adding <laughs> skateboarding. Uh, Tony uh, Hawk! <laughs> yeah, he's coming out of retirement, famous baby! Sonic Nintendo, or second Nintendo character Tony Hawk. <laughs> maybe Beat could be in, like, cycling, but instead of cycling, he's just using his skates. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, uh, yeah, but back to the crocodile in uh, beach volleyball. Why, John? Because <laughs> that's uh, I've drawn so much art of it, <laughs> so I want to see it what? happen. <laughs> <laughs> not, you know, not like the dead or alive extreme beach volleyball girls. No, Vector the crocodile. Huh? <laughs> Famous Nintendo characters, <laughs> the dead or alive beach volleyball girls. It, it, okay, it's part of the Olympics <laughs> Fighters Pass. It's DLC, man. <laughs> Olympic <laughs> Fighter Pass. <laughs> yeah. You know, eventually you're doing like you know Tekken characters and judo and shit. Like, yeah, I it'd mean, be good. I'm probably gonna get shit for this, but I I would play as or I would watch Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade in uh, beach volleyball. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Plenty of characters out there, you know, that could use a bathing suit. Speaking of that trivia, uh, so you know the character that cannot have their shoes removed, Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? What's the deal with that? Have they never drawn Sonic's feet? <laughs> Play of other people have. O- officially? <laughs> no. Quentin Tarantino has. <laughs> oh man, God, he's directing the sequel, right? Oh my God, it's just zoom in to Sonic's feet. <laughs> uh, reservoir hugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, just Sonic like laid out after a fight with Eggman. Wiggle your big toe. Yeah. <laughs> Just picture the second Sonic movie starts, and it's James Marsden in the back, all shot up and covered in blood, and Sonic's driving the car. <laughs> You're not gonna die! Say the fucking words! It's, it's, it's in the pussy wagon. <laughs> oh, man. Man, Sonic sure says the N-word and loves feet too much. This is getting real out there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, apparently he's directed by Samuel L. Jackson now. <laughs> I was gonna say, can we get Samuel L. Jackson as Knuckles? Yeah, there you go. Uh, just change Samuel L. Jackson and Sonic, man. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be a favorite. I, mean, I love John Ralphio, but come on. Yeah, exactly. I think Sam Jack beats John Ralphio <laughs> handily. Um, I'm telling John Ralphio you said that. <laughs> he's still. <Yeah, don't. laughs> I want um, him on the show one yeah. day. Yeah, good. Go ahead. He'll be him on Twitter, John. Get his attention. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, Sonic and Mario Olympic Games, they're fun. They're bright. They're colorful. They're fun. They've got fantastic tunes. uh, And, you know, I have a a love for the Olympics that makes me continue wanting these games and wanting to see these games made. And, you know, I hope that the Olympics do occur at some point this year. I would like to watch them. As ill-advised as that might be, for you know, <laughs> You're like I don't care, it's for my enjoyment. 
I mean, it's fine for you. I don't know what to say at this point. I, you know, I, I would like to see the Olympics. They should, they should have just outright canceled them, unfortunately. But I still want to see all that cool Japanese Olympic stuff. I mean, they had, like, anime characters as mascots and shit. The, the Prime Minister dressed up as Mario to introduce these things five years ago. I want to see that, that brought mm. to, like, life. <laughs> Sorry about the pandemic. I'm not anti-COVID measures by any means. I, you know, do everything you can to do it responsibly. But I really want to see these Japanese Olympics. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> I really want to see <laughs> Dr. Robotnik in Greco-Roman wrestling. That's what, yes. so bad. Yeah. You know, want to see him with a mask on in Greco-Roman wrestling? Just you know, again, you got to patch that stuff in. Um, Just a sweaty, yeah. mostly uh, Robotnik. Does he ever take off his shirt? You know, you want to talk about Sonic never taking off his shoes. Does Eggman ever disrobe? He does in the Olympic Games. In, like, one of the swimming events, you see him... I don't remember if it was 2012, 2016, or 2020, but there was, like, controversy because they were showing, like, all of the male characters in swimming trunks. Like, wait, we now have seen Wario and Eggman's nipples. Yeah, good. Finally. I'm in favor of it, man. Free those nipples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, love the Olympics, man. Let's uh, let's have those at some point, Johnny. Let's keep it going. Game three.
Um, okay, uh, the box art on this game is modeled heavily after um, the theatrical poster. Uh, and the back of the box mentions, like it's personal. Perhaps a reference to said movie's tagline. Drop right a whole lot. <laughs> right, let's let's see what we got. Excuse me for trying to be thorough. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone says Jaws. Everyone's correct. <laughs> this was our uh, fan request by uh, Rainus in the Discord, who picked uh, Jaws for the NES. Um. So yeah, Jaws. Uh, you guys play this game? Maybe you've heard yeah. of it. You guys play this game? Steven Spielberg? You know, LJN? Play uh, the game? <laughs> no. Not so much. Seen the movie, the first one, once. <laughs> once? <laughs> Just once. It's a good movie. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, it's, it's a great I, movie. Hot take, Jesse. It's pretty good Yeah, movie. it's real good, you know? Yeah, definitely worth, good. Definitely worth seeing more than once, probably. Yeah, maybe, you know. You know, catch it when it's on TV. Yeah. Definitely. One of those ones where, like, oh, that's on? No, I'm not changing yeah, the channel. Cool. Even though, man, it's not the same watching it on TV as it is actually watching the, you know, watching the movie. Yeah. Not on TV. It, but, uh. It, it's, it's just not the same as being in the theater in 1975. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I was there. I was at the premiere with my boy Roy Scheider and. He was like kind of nudging me the whole time, being like, uh, you know, John, check it out. You're going to love this part. And then, I was like, at the know, premiere so, negative 10 years ago. Exactly. So, yeah. And then some wild shit would happen on screen. Roy Scheider would be like smoking a cigarette and just being like, what are you, what are you thinking about oh, that, Johnny? <laughs> I mean, that's what's so upsetting because I was at the same premiere, but I was next to Richard Dreyfus and he would just not God. shut up. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Roy Scheider was like, you know, kind of polite about it. He would like kind of nudge and be like, you know, did you notice that I'm in this entire movie and I'm like first build? But like nobody remembers who I am. Like I'm, I'm just kind of that quiet guy, and I have a re I have some really good reactions. I have the, you know, that reaction. But yeah, no, you know, this Dreyfus cat. I'm glad we threw his ass in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I have a feeling about that guy. That guy's gonna go on to star in Krippendorf's tribe. Oh God! <laughs> that fucking what piece of shit this guy is. Jesus. <laughs> That's oh. this, this guy is gonna be in Krippendorf's tribe if you catch him adrift. <laughs>
How did this show up? Oh, oh wow. At first I thought you said Gryffindor. <laughs> and I was like, what, what's everyone reacting? 50 points from Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have no idea what Gryffindor is. So I'm the only is. one that remembers that movie oh, besides maybe. Oh, no, I remember it. I, <laughs> I remember that movie. That's. Oh, God, God that movie's not great. <laughs> Go look up the poster. <laughs> uh, you want, you know, do we want to talk Jaws and the answer or do we want to talk Gryffindor's tribe? I, I'm open to uh, both. That's the one I with, mean, I would uh, rather talk Jaws the film than either yeah, of those. Also things, good. But, yeah. Did that movie have Doing the some- lady from uh, Dharma and Greg in it? It did. Yeah. Jenna Elfman. Elfman. It sure Richard, did. Yeah. Richard Dreyfus romancing Jenna yeah, Elfman. Yeah, that's very believable. <laughs> and, you know, as believable as the rest of the film. You know, they, uh... <laughs> Richard Dreyfus feels the need to invent a fake indigenous culture and portray it, and... Oh, man. I feel like this movie is probably very problematic these days. I mean, again, look up that poster. <laughs> I feel like this movie was problematic back in, like, 96 when it came well, out, yeah. or whenever yeah, no. it came out. Yeah, no, Grippendorf, that was, it, you know, that was a mistake, Someone man. was like, hey, let's make this into a real thing. They read the script and was like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus read that. <laughs> Roy Scheider had it right, Richard Dreyfus was a dipshit. Um... God, anyway. now I'm looking up Krippendorf's tribe. So many people were in this movie, like Richard Dreyfus, Jenna Elfman, but you also had Lily Tomlin, oh. Mila Kunis, Ooh. David Ogden Steers. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was young, young Mila Kunis. <laughs> she was one of the kids. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what the fuck is Krippendorf? I've never. What is this word you're saying? So it's it's a it's a movie about like a professor who goes on like a journey to find like some undiscovered tribe in like the jungles of Africa or the Amazon or whatever and he can't find it so he decides to fake it so he like paints himself up as a native person and films himself in his backyard it's a what? something man so (laughs) I think what you were saying this should be a movie commentary I think so I think we gotta do Krippendorf (laughs) What? Oh man! Jesus <laughs> Christ! This movie. <laughs> that uh, man, and yeah, it is a famous flop. Uh, you know, from the Wikipedia page for Crepidor Stripe, the <laughs> film opened at number seven in its opening weekend with three point three million. By the end of its domestic run, had grossed seven point five million. <laughs> yeah, Crepidor almost took out Dreyfus for good. If only. Yeah. Almost had him. Like, okay, um, so who was he showing this to to be like, look, guys, this is a real tribe somewhere. And they're like, that's just you painted. I'm like, what the? We're scientists. Krippendorf, what are you thinking? I also like this line from the Wikipedia page. Roger Ebert gave the film two out of four stars and wrote, Is it possible to recommend a whole comedy on the basis of one scene that made you laugh? I fear not. Oh, so dang. there's one really good bit in the <laughs> like, movie. There's Some, one there's good one bit. There's one great bit. <laughs> and then 92 minutes is just shit. 
Damn, now, okay, now I feel like we have to watch it. Ebert fucking teased us, baby. Yeah. I need to know what that scene is. <laughs> I just, I hear Cryptodorf and I just think of, like, Ganondorf, you know? And Gryffindor, like, it's all just so confusing to me. He's not in Ganondorf, that. but he's involved in, like, L.A. gang activity. Cryffendorf. Yeah. <laughs> see, and that's the thing, like, it's it rival was very, <laughs> it was very, very just like problematic and it never should have been made of Richard Dreyfus trying to appropriate Gerudo culture. Like, <laughs> that was the culture he discovered. <laughs> All of them are women except every hundred years or so a very large man is born. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the discovery of the century. <laughs> the very large man is played by Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> <Burn>. <laughs> So yeah, Richard Dreyfus as Ganondorf really could have happened at some point. <laughs> you thought, if they had just made that Zelda movie already. You thought that Don Dennis Hopper as Bowser was wild. Well, well, check this out, guys. I would love to watch God. What About Link with Richard Dreyfus as Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill Murray played Link. Link. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, that guy's fucked up. He never says anything. Hey, listen. <laughs> oh, lay off him. Yeah. Princess Honey. Zelda's opus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jesse, did you want to say anything about Jaws the NES game, or do you just want to keep talking about the career of <laughs> Richard Trifus <laughs> through the lens of I mean, other this, Nintendo games? <laughs> I mean, this seems like it's pretty good. Yeah, the, the the Nintendo game is 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 very hard. Do you play as the man or as the shark? You play as the people. Oh Aww. fuck that! Trying, you like you go like scuba diving, trying to find like shells that you can sell to upgrade your boat, and every now and then jar, Jaws attacks. And at first you you don't you're nowhere near uh, good enough to kill them, so you just have to kind of like survive. And then eventually at the end of the game, hopefully you have enough. Um, resources like it seems like an okay concept but you know doing all that stuff on an NES you know this and it's LJN so oh that's not oh. good either that's pretty bad um yeah no it's, it's, thanks to Maneater going first we're like decidedly pro play as the shark on this episode so Jaws fails on the uh, grounds that you're not trying to play as Jaws like well, you know, if this thing, was like, Jaws Unleashed then we'd be on to something but there there have been a couple of Jaws game and Maneater is better than all of them like Jaws Unleashed sucks but Maneater yeah, like, sucks in a fun way right <laughs> yeah Maneater's really good yeah um so, <laughs> yeah, so Jaws Richard Dreyfus, the, the Richard Dreyfus of video game movie franchise, like tie-ins. What, what level what? is Richard Dreyfus when you have to fight him in Maneater? How yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you kill too many humans and Richard Dreyfus and Roy Scheider show up to try and kill you, like what level are they at? We need a bigger boat. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I feel I like mean, Roy Scheider would be like level thirty, and Dreyfus is maybe twelve. Yeah. Maybe. Who's the? Uh, Who's the captain that just gets fucking chomped? <laughs> yeah, that guy. He's pretty low on the list. <laughs> uh, Quint? Or is that... Um, yeah. Uh, no, fuck. Quint's a badass. Yeah, Quint's fucking Roy Scheider. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, no, excuse me. Roy Scheider's Chief Brody. 
Quint is the, you know, he is the badass who, yes, gets fucking chomped. <laughs> but he's badass until he gets chomped. Yeah, Robert Shaw, that's but, the actor. Would you, would you say, say God, he's like the... Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. Would you say he's like the guy from Jurassic Park who's a badass until the raptors eat him? Kinda, yeah. That is, I think, probably where Jurassic Park got that from. Like, you know, the only thing keeping Quint from kind of attaining that same level of Australian awesomeness is not calling the shark a clever girl. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of gets eaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's got that great monologue about the USS Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch Jaws again, man. It's been a while. That movie, uh, movie that that movie's kind of scared the movie. shit out of me as a kid. Living in a beach town and all, you know? <laughs> like, growing up in yeah. St. Augustine and seeing <laughs> seeing Quint get fucking annihilated by a shark. Fucks with you as you kid. <laughs> you mean living in a shark town, John? Yeah. <laughs> it's shark town. We're just living in it, baby. <laughs> uh, we got an understanding, me and the sharks. Um, <laughs> the sharks deny, John. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole different movie, man. <laughs> Picture of the king and I, but it's uh, it's just me moving in with some sharks. It's all Kinda sharks. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, fuck you, John and uh, <laughs> Jesse. Anything else you want to thank the uh, requester one more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, requested in our Discord, which is really fun. Discord's great. Um, you should join it. Wacky pictures and stuff. And uh, this is Rainus. Um. He made the uh, request. Rainus, the metal overlord of the Game That Tune Radio. Uh, love that you, Rainus. Uh, you know, thank you for the request. Request a better game next time, or else we'll talk about Krippendorf's tribe. I swear to God, I'll do it again. Yeah! Part game two. Four. Krippendorf's two. <laughs> yeah!
guys so um the sega cd version of this game includes voice acting but not from the film's actors as licensing their voices was deemed too costly uh but just to clarify we're listening to the super nintendo version of this game Who's got some uh, answers for me? <laughs> I just saw the poll. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could make polls. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've had that bot for a bit. But we never use it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, so uh, Jesse says the abyss, uh, and David and John say hook. David and John are correct. Looky, this, looky, we got hooky. This is hook. Rufio, Rufio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wanted to get the Sega CD version downloaded, but I didn't quite get it in time for the show. But um, it opens to some pretty, pretty bad voice acting. It's uh. I would love to hear Sega CD, not Robin Williams' voice acting. <laughs> you mean Dan Castellaneta? <laughs> not even. Don't. You wish. You wish. It's definitely just like some intern speaking into a microphone somewhere. <laughs> like it's it's pretty rough. Uh, I mean, you know, give us an example, Johnny. Give us a give us one of the lines. You, you say you are that intern. Give me a give me a line read on a classic hook line. Oh, oh, sh- give me give me a hook line. I don't know to read. This and is sinker. your fucking game. Yeah, exactly. You should have prepared your game. Yeah. Okay. So. um... I do not believe in fairies! I do not believe in fairies. That's that's like how they deliver it in the opening. It's mm. it's rough. Um Yeah, so the Sega C D version has it's got some digitized recreations of scenes in the movie, but with you know, re-recorded lines, and it's got a really shitty CGI of Captain Hook's uh, ship. I'm sure it's great CGI for the time, but it, it's pretty rough now. Um I played the Sega Genesis version of this as a kid, and I remember hating it. And I tried playing it again, <laughs> and I still hate it. It's really rough. It's it's so it slow. Seem like it should be. I mean, it's you know, it's a Peter Pan game. Like I assume, platforming and eventually flying. Maybe some yeah. swashbuckling. Yeah, you got you got a dagger. You got a sword. Uh, you got to fly Duh. around a little bit. But the flying is set up like for like you you find Tinkerbell on a stage and she gives you dust and then you can fly right. Like it's not. Oh, like, so, it's, so it's like the goddamn Rocketeer. You got to find the fuel, huh? Yep. <laughs> You Jesus. can't just, you know, think happy thoughts or whatever it is that they... Is it the happy thoughts that make them fly? Yes, yes John, come yeah, okay, on. When's yeah, the last time you watched Hook? God, it's been a minute. When's the last time that you've seen anything about Peter Pan? Like, yeah. let alone Hook, there have been dozens, if not hundreds, of adaptations of Peter Pan. I watched the last time with, you had a happy thought? I watched, I watched one yeah. with Christopher Walken. Um, that, that like, as live Pe- on as NBC Peter Pan. One. Oh. That was the Weapon of Choice video, John. No, 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 The one with the girl years from... ago. <laughs> yeah, the one where Christopher Walken, like, the adaptation of Peter Pan where he's, like, running for mayor. You're thinking of Batman Returns. Right. <laughs> no, this is a real My thing, son, I swear to God. Hook. <laughs> it had that one girl from Girls on it, and, um, she played Peter played Pan. He played Hook's son. <sighs> it was on NBC. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm giving you shit that that's the version of Peter Pan you immediately jump to. Yeah, yeah John, what is with most... your allegiance to NBC? It's like, the one I've seen most weird, recently. <laughs> getting real weird. The one you've seen most recently that came out, what, four years ago? Yes. Fucking get yeah, watch out, Hook since then. Like, <laughs> shit. Watch Hook. Watch the Disney Peter Pan. Watch the like updated live action Peter Pan with uh, Jason Isaacs as Hook. I was gonna say, oh, the Jason Isaacs one. <laughs> yeah. So good. watch Finding Neverland. I ooh, I have seen Finding Neverland. Hell, watch no, the Pirates of Neverland. Hmm. Uh, Is that but Kingdom Hearts? What's the Pirates of Neverland? The Pirates of Neverland was <laughs> What's a fucking that about? like. Fox animated <laughs> version of Peter Pan from the 90s that was fucking badass. It had Tim Curry voicing Captain Hook. 
<laughs> Where did it take place, David? <laughs> uh, Neverland. Oh, okay. So, it, Neverland, when you're flying there, you know, it's second start of the ride and straight on till morning, does that mean it, it's on this Earth, or is it somewhere uh, further out? No, it's another realm. So, like, you know, you got Tim Curry as Captain Hook, and uh, you would say that Neverland is where? I mean, it's, a, it's another place off of planet Earth, so... I mean, I would have to say that Tim Curry would be in space? SPACE! That's the longest preamble I can possibly give Johnny to ready his finger and get the sound right. Uh, I'm yeah. honestly kind of amazed he got it on time. I can't believe he didn't play the theme song, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly unbelievable. I would um, say Tim Curry would be in space. Uh, <laughs> I knew the exact sound you were going to use, too. God damn it. Uh, we, you know, our patterns, man, we've really, really honed them over the course of all these episodes. We, we know the specific ways that Johnny will fuck something up. Um, right, I'm building an all-new soundboard for next week. Yeah. All-new sounds. Mostly quotes from Krippendorf's tribe. Some Tim Curry <laughs> saying space. I'm sorry, bit I of just double-checked it. Um, the TV show was Peter Pan and the Pirates, not Pirates of Neverland. But yeah. Gotcha. Peter Pan and the Pirates. Check it out. It's fucking dope. Was that the one where Hook looked more like the guy from the Quaker Oatmeal uh, Yeah, he was like Edwardian, so he had like the white powder yeah. wig and everything. I always remember watching that and be like, why is he the oatmeal guy? <laughs> like, he's supposed to be Dustin Hoffman with a twirly mustache. What's going on? Who is this powdered wig-wearing motherfucker? <laughs> um, anyway, so Johnny, which do you prefer? Powdered wig or twirly Hoffman mustache? I, I, ha I ha Do I have to choose? Like, why can't I have both? Twirly Hoffman is my favorite sex move. Mm, I'll, I'll allow it. I don't really like sex moves named after Dustin Hoffman. Cause, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. God, what was no, the thing that he no, said it's to Matt that Hoffman. poor intern? <laughs> it's Matt Hoffman, the bicyclist. Oh, okay. Right. Twirly Hoffman. He twirls those yeah. handlebars. Yeah. Right in there. There you go. Just there you go. Who, in there. who did, who did BMX Triple X? Hoffman. Is that da Dave Hoffman? Yeah. Um, was BMX Triple X licensed to a specific person? Yeah, Dustin well, Hoffman. Was... <laughs> no. No. That oh, adds no. up. That totally makes sense. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman financed the game BMX for his nephew, X. Matt Hoffman. <laughs> Oh God! It's like, you've got to put big tennies in there. They got to be. Yeah, I need a soft-boiled clitoris somewhere in the game. Can, can you have somebody say it? <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> That's the thing I was trying to remember. Did you guys not look up or like read about Dustin Hoffman sexually harassing all those people? Because soft-boiled clitoris no. is one of the funniest ways to sexually harass. I was gonna say like I I've literally just looked up the article. It's like, I brought him breakfast, and he said, I'll have a hard-boiled egg and a soft-boiled clitoris. Like, what? Wow. That's some next-level like, obtuse sexual harassment. Like, I'm that's sorry, like, have you want my clitoris prepared? Like, that's what you what did you just say? Yeah, that's why you'd sit there in, like, honest confusion for all, like, was I just yeah. sexually harassed? <laughs> like, I don't even know. What was that? You're sitting there looking at Dustin Hoffman, and you're just like, what the fuck did he just say? 
I've heard of eating pussy, but Jesus Christ. Soft-boiled? Like a runny yolk? There's a fine line between, like, does this cross the line? Is this inappropriate? And I'm just gonna fucking blindside them with the most confusing shit I can think of. Yeah, like, it's utterly baffling, and yes, horrifying and demeaning, but it's like, also, mostly just confusing. Like, you know, soft-boiled clitoris raises many questions. (laughs) I can't believe Benjamin Braddock... (laughs) Said he wanted a soft-boiled clitoris. <laughs> Am I Mrs. Robinson in this scenario? What's going on? No, you're not Mrs. Robinson because the girl was like 17 at the time. <sighs> Ouch. So, anyways, uh, look. Yeah. So, <laughs> as a what's, game, it's it, as a game, you know, it's fine. <laughs> change gears completely. You know, though, in a in a weird way, it doesn't because Hook is this old man. And all the kids in that in Neverland never grow up, Ooh. and he's you know fucking with them, and so that's I think true. game five. <laughs> I think when discussing Hook, we should stop talking about Dustin Hoffman and start talking about <laughs> Glenn Close. Hell yeah, yeah, Johnny, where's Glenn Close and Hook? Do you know this? <laughs> yeah, she's one of the pirates. I can't remember which one, but she is a pirate. Yeah, she's one of the men. Yes. Yeah, she's in, like, full man makeup. She gets put inside the boo box. I was gonna say, I think she's the one who's, like, put in the trunk with the scorpions. The boo box. (laughs) No! Ah, classic. (laughs) And then once somebody, you know, ruins it for you that it is indeed Glenn Close, you can't unsee it. Like, it's pretty good makeup, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's Glenn Close in makeup. (laughs) Dang it. And then David Crosby's there for some reason. Ugh, what a weird mess that movie is. I mean, really, I wanted to bring up Bob Hoskins, because he's fucking great in that movie. God! Oh, I fucking love Bob Hoskins. What a dude. Like, seriously, he wasn't just Mario to me as a kid. He was Smee. He was Mario, he was Smee, he was um, uh, Eddie Valiant. Oh, yeah, he was Eddie Valiant, for sure. Even though, you know, I, I don't know, as a kid... Pretty roundly, like soundly, ignored him in that movie. You know, there was another couple of characters that were the star of that movie. Like, I don't know if you noticed, David. There are a lot of cartoon characters running around, so like the straight man really kind of disappeared for most of it. <laughs> I definitely remember watching the Super Mario Brothers movie and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and then watching Hook and thinking, "Wow, this Bob Hoskins guy can do a British accent really well." Yeah, he's got <laughs> range, baby. Um. You know, fucking, yeah, God, what a guy. Uh, I guess, like... Smee, Smee is great. Yeah, you know, Bob. think about Bob Hoskins and the Super Mario Bros. movie. I would like to see Hook, but with Dennis Hopper instead of De- uh, Dustin Hoffman as I mean, their uh, initials are the same. Maybe yeah. they're related. The drop-in replacements. Yeah. <laughs> drop-in Dennis, Dennis Hopper. God, picture and, Dustin uh, Hoffman playing King Koopa. He could do that in his sleep. Ooh, Dustin Hoffman in a weird mud bath. <laughs> no. You know what I love about no. mud? It's soft boiled. <laughs> it's hard boiled and soft boiled at the same time. <laughs> I'm Mr. really Hoffman. sorry for bringing that up, everyone. <laughs> Mr. Hoffman, that's not in the script. <laughs> Please just read the line. Please don't harass. Uh, fucking what's Please stop name? harassing Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. <laughs> and on Tuesdays we have soft boiled clitorises. Mr. Hoffman, for the last time, Bob Hoskins does not have clitoris. Please stop asking. Huh. <laughs> 
Oh God! Yeah, at the end of the movie, he's on the radio. Where's my softball clitoris? <laughs> oh Christ! Oh, no. I, I could have sworn I ordered that twenty minutes ago. Hold the mammal. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Game five. I greatly apologize for bringing that up, guys. <laughs> So trivia for this game, uh, this game features multiple enemies that were not found in the original comics, including Fire Freak, a pyromaniac who is, sets himself on fire and creates clones of himself, the Stick-Em-Up, a spider-like enemy covered in spikes, and the Chainsaw Maniac, who is a bare-chested man with a chainsaw.
Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Whoa. Hold on. On episode 251? <laughs> I was legit shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Johnny has a penis drawing, which really, really upsets me. Uh, Jesse says Das Boot. And John says Soft-Boiled Mutant Ninja Turtles. That is close <laughs> enough to count. Have this we is never... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on NES. We have never used this. Johnny, I, I was as shocked as you. I literally just found, went to the list, scrolled down, and was alarmed to discover that we have not used this game yet. <laughs> oh my god. Well, because I was thinking, it was like, what are notable swimming levels? And I immediately thought of the dam from Ninja Turtles, like, oh, but we've used that. And I, I started say, looking it like, up, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute! I honestly what? can't believe that you went there, because like, if I was thinking about this theme, and I mean, granted, I, ch I just went ahead and chose the Olympics thing, that's where my fixation was. Uh, it would have never crossed my mind for episode 251 that we hadn't used Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like, I would have been like, oh no, there's no chance. Uh, moving on. I gotta think, you know, fuck the turtles. Think something else. Think different. You know, uh, Mario levels, maybe. Don't, huh? think, <laughs> don't think turtles. Think hedgehogs. Right, exactly. You know, Sonic, famously, that motherfucker can't swim at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it would have never dawned on me at all. I would have dismissed my my own brain. Be like, no, fuck you, brain. We, we have most certainly used <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja I Turtles was... for the NES before now. Wow. Surely. <laughs> I was convinced that we had, and then I was like, wait, I don't remember talking about it. Let me double check the list. Yeah, I like yeah. You know, this feels like about episode four or so. We should have used this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, David. This, this is definitely the first game I remember actually like being disappointed in slash hating. <laughs> I mean, I have such vague memories of this game. I just remember like you know wandering around the top down like overworld and just being a little bit confused. And then when I got to the parts where you could actually play it, being like irritated and not playing it and waiting and then playing the arcade game later and loving it but no this fuck this game <laughs> see i have very very strong memories of this game for the first three levels strong doesn't mean and good go on <laughs> never getting past that yeah. um, johnny david's working through some shit man he's he's unrepressing some memories here yeah because like I, I will say, like, hot take, I don't think, as a video game, that this is a bad game. <laughs> hot take. As a Ninja Turtles game, this thing sucks. Mm, um, yeah. Johnny. Hot take. Because <laughs> I, hey, I feel like this game is like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where they're like, hey, we need to make something <laughs> with these characters, but we don't really have an idea of who or what they are, so let's right. just <laughs> throw everything against the wall and see what works. What do they do? Well, they are turtles. And... Large... Mutant... 
So maybe just have them, I don't know, walk, jump, swim. Yeah, you guys figure it out. It's like you have to rescue April and Splinter from the Shredder and the Foot Gang. Like, yeah, that makes sense. And you're going to fight a dude with a chainsaw and a guy throwing boomerangs at you. Like, Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, maybe maybe that was it. Like, they just, they, you know, the rogues gallery wasn't very fleshed out for the turtles at that point. So it's like, all right, we got these sick-ass ninja turtles. They got, you know, different weapons, different personalities. And they fight, like, two guys. You know, Shredder and his, like, lackey. It's like, well, you can't only have two bosses in a game. We're going to need to really kind of bluff that up a little bit. It's like, all right. I don't know, maybe, like, some robots? Okay, yeah. And then, uh... I don't know, There's just, a dude yeah. on fire. Just bring what? some stuff from other, like, yeah, bring some other things. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You mentioned the boomerang guy. Did you, did you ever notice in the credits there's a special thanks for Paul Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's that's almost what it feels like, because the game was released in 89, and they're like, okay, like, what's popular? Crocodile Dundee. Let's throw a boomerang guy. Friday the 13th. Let's throw a dude with a chainsaw. Like, that a sounds lot more of like Texas. That sounds more like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, yeah. Well, because he's got kind of like a vague... Leatherface. So let's just throw like a, a, a pastiche of multiple horror guys at the turtles. Like, those turtles hate being murdered. You know, this will be a great... You know, <laughs> I mean, is that a part of their character? Like, do we know it, that for a, sure? It defines who they are, David. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's one of those things that uh, didn't make it from the comic books to the TV show, but there's there's a comic book where they get murdered and they famously say, Oh, man, I hate being murdered. Yeah. This sucks. Oh, shell This shot. isn't very tubular. <laughs> those turtles don't have a lick of ennui. They just want to live and never die. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I, um... You do swim in this game. Only do in, you? Only in one level, because you're if if you're in one of the sewers and you fall into the water, you just immediately drown and die. But when you jump off a dam into like a lake, you're fine as long as you don't touch the electric seaweed. Because seriously, fuck that level. Can um, we just talk for the rest of the time about that level? Uh, you know, anybody watching along live with us, just go ahead and type your most like scarring testimonials into the chat. David will read them as they come in. I mean, that in level character. is one of the most famously bad <laughs> levels. <laughs> like for men of our age, <laughs> like so well, many there was, people yeah. look at like they hold that level up as just easily the worst level in a classic video game. Maybe beside behind like the Turbo Tunnel. Like well, it's. I feel like the dam from Ninja Turtles on NES and the water temple from Ocarina of Time are why people hate water levels. I mean, it's true. I mean, it water levels in general are just stressful. That's the thing. Even like a Mario level, you know, after a while it's like, okay, no, I need to be able to jump out and walk on some land again. There's too many squids here. There's like weird suction. I've been underwater for too long. It's been like a whole minute. There's no way this man's still breathing. The fireballs still work. It's stressful being underwater, even in a Mario world. So like, you take away Mario's whimsy and replace it with electrified seaweed or fucking water level, you know, switch puzzles in the fucking Zelda thing. And yeah. It's, uh, it's enough to make somebody fucking crack, man. So, um, Rainus in the chat says, Fuck that level. 
Uh, shout out well to observed. The, the Baffler90 who says, want Turbo Tunnel, but longer, slower, and more painful? Um, yeah, it's... Goddamn soft-boiled Turbo Tunnel. <laughs> it's... You know, parts of this game I've got really, really strong memories of, and parts of this game I fucking hate, because once I got past the dam, there's the level where you're, like, exploring the city, and you get the rope, and there is a jump where Favorite you're supposed to, like, rope. <laughs> throw the rope and, like, use it to cross the roof, and there's one roof where you can't use the rope and you just have to jump across, but... I could never make that fucking jump. I have never gotten past the third level of this game. Really? And there's only six levels in this game. Man. And it sucked because, like, the levels I did go to were, like, New York Street, Dam, and, like, whatever. I never got to see the fucking Technodrome, which is what Kid Me only wanted to see. Yeah, no, like, God, Technodrome... That that really was just one of those things that like, it, no depiction of it could do it justice. Like to what it was in my imagination. Like I always wanted to be in that fucking technodrome. I don't care that it's like a subterranean evil alien lair with that's like swarming with ninjas and shit. It's a subterranean evil aliens lair that's swarming with ninjas and shit, and it's huge. Like the idea that that huge ass thing is just under New York. Like, preparing to fuck with some turtles at any given moment is great, man. The Technodrome fucking rules. Did that ever make it into those Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movies? Like, did they ever have to go to the Technodrome? Like, does that shit come back at all? Like, I don't Where's the Technodrome been, so. baby? <laughs> God, what a fucking place. Mm, Want to go to there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Krang pops up in, like, his giant human mech suit, but I think Not good he, enough. like beams down from the sky and not pops up from the earth which he should yeah, no. have because he needs to fuck. pop up in his own fucking condo and jump out and just start fucking the turtles up <laughs> like god what a fucking place um yeah uh i don't really have a lot to say about this game other than it's hard and it's got good music it's got that Konami set excuse me it's got that ultra sound like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you damn it um, make that very clear. Yeah, it's... I played the hell out of this game when I was a kid until I got the second arcade game, and then I don't think I ever touched this game again. Yeah, because who the fuck would have? I mean, seriously, it, it it's bizarre that they even attempted to put this out. Like... Just, you know, there's a much famous, like, much more famous and much more better fucking arcade game out there. And you guys, like, dared put this on people's consoles and try and make, you know, whatever retail price of a fucking NES game was back in the day. Or even rental price. This was an infuriating rental. You know, you couldn't get anywhere in this game. This David. was like, infuri you know, this was more than an infuriating rental. This was an infuriating, go to your friend's house who already has the game and still get pissed that you're playing it for free. Like, this game mm -hmm. was rough. And the yeah. weird thing is, apparently it sold 4 million copies and is one of the top NES games, like, top-selling NES games not made did. by Nintendo. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Just got turtles. Power of the turtles, baby. <laughs> The, the titular turtle power. They yeah. sell games, man. They move units. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, God damn it, man. 
Yeah, this game, it wasn't it. I mean, seriously, in the box art, they didn't even have their colored uh, fucking masks yet. Like, Well, in the comic, if yeah. I may be that guy, they all wore red scarves. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't care. Was the well, cartoon not already made by now? In the comic covers, they all wore red because the comics themselves were all black and white. Because right. printing yeah. color was fucking expensive. Yep, yep, yep. And if it's one thing the video game fans demand, demanded at the time, it was comic book accuracy of the famous cartoon that was on TV. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I demanded. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's that's one of those things that bugs me about Ninja Turtles fans is everyone like, well, in the original comics, like, nobody read the original comics. Like, Thank everybody you, knows the Thank fucking you. 80s cartoon. I read the original comics. Shut the fuck up. No, Johnny, you didn't. Johnny, you were born in 1985. I know you weren't reading comics before the fucking series came out. The series started in 87. <laughs> no, so the, so the real story is because of the series, somebody bought me some original comics and I read them and I was like, this sucks. Right. Like, yeah, good, thank <laughs> like, you. TV show is so much better. <sighs> I think now as an adult, if I read them, I probably would enjoy them a lot more. But when I was like seven or eight sure. or whatever, I was like, this is dumb. The, yeah, no, the I want colorful are... fucking, you know, I want colorful action and like Michelangelo spinning a pizza on a turntable. That's the kind of shit I'm after. <laughs> and never using his nunchucks. <laughs> I mean, maybe occasionally using his nunchucks, Jesse. I, I don't know. It's been a while well, then, since I watched the cartoon. <laughs> and then eventually he just started using a grappling hook for, for whatever. <sighs> Listen, say... the turtles' relationship with their fucking weapons is messy, oh, to sweet. say the least. <laughs> I will uh... say the the original comics mm. get much better if you can like remember that they're a parody of Daredevil, Daredevil. and X Men. Like when you right. look at them through that lens, they get Even really, better. really good. <laughs> Yeah, see, and I, I never actually knew that about them until much later when, uh, you know, I think it was almost pretty much when, like, that Daredevil series came out on Netflix and, um, you know, they were fighting against the hand. And I'm like, I'm sorry, hold on. The hand? And then, you know, somebody was like, yeah, you know, the Ninja Turtles were, like, spoofing that with the foot. I'm like, the foot sounds so much cooler than the hand. I never <laughs> realized that was a spoof. Like, yeah. Foot Clan sounds dope. Like, just like some ninja street level motherfuckers. You know, yeah, they're your foot soldiers. Your Foot Clan. That sounds fucking great. <laughs> like, it never dawned on me that that was a spoof. <laughs> I think the term you're looking for here, John, is that it transcended the spoof. Like, exactly. it was no longer a spoof. It, like, the foot just became the right answer, the right thing. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, and even, like, I would argue that whole... Ninja Turtles surpassed Daredevil. <laughs> and even the whole concept started because the, like, the two creators were talking about, like, making a, an anthropomorphic animal who was a ninja, and the idea of a fast ninja and a turtle was fucking hilarious to them. It's like, that's what we should totally do. Actually, yeah, that that's a really good point. It, yes, and that's the thing. I'm, you know, I'm just such a dipshit fucking child. It never occurred to me that it's really funny for <laughs> turtles to be ninjas. <laughs> like, you know, I just took it at face value the whole time. It's like, oh yeah, that's rad. Cool, great. Yeah. <laughs> they learned it from what? A rat that practiced it in a cage before he even got mutated. This rat learned ninjutsu from his master who got killed by the shredder and then he taught it to some mutated turtles once they all mutated. Yeah, that adds up. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, makes sense to me. Perfect sense. Yeah, yeah like, get, <laughs> give me more lucky charms. This makes sense. Like, sounds like Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, what's Splinter doing out on the roof? Coming. <laughs> we were all hopped up on you know sugary cereals and we didn't ask a lot of questions. And, and being four fucking years old. Like, yeah. God, what, what a time! Enjoyed Kawabunga. <laughs> Let's all do our best Splinter impressions. That's a really great way to cap off this episode. I I'm gonna defer. Johnny, right. Jesse, Jesse, I want you to give me Dustin Hoffman. Playing Splinter, <laughs> ordering his lunch from an attractive young intern. Ah, <clears throat> <laughs> oh, yes. I would like a soft-boiled clitoris. Um, Master Splinter, I'm sorry. That's not on the menu. You, you, you have to actually... This this restaurant doesn't accept orders off the menu, so you're you're gonna have to at least order one actual lunch item. Do you have pizza? I don't have a funny response to that because I know Splinter hates pizza, but you know. Well, hmm. he was buying it for the turtles. Okay, see, I thought it was just Dustin Hoffman Splinter ordering the pizza. That doesn't make any sense. Well, the turtles are there too. Okay, David. I want you to give me Bob Hoskins as Michelangelo ordering <laughs> his lunch from an attractive young intern. <laughs> See, I actually, I was hoping to go last because I, uh, only because I, um... <laughs> I came prepared for this uh, impromptu improv, baby. That's a well, weird I, order, Bob. <laughs> I, um, we don't have any of that. I, I was going to give my favorite Splinter line, but um, as a different character, and hopefully see if y'all could guess who the character was. <clears throat> mm. Oh, I have always preferred Cowabunga! Oh! Suck his dick! <laughs> well, that, that fully negates the need for Johnny to jump in on this. <laughs> Good. Yeah, thank goodness. I still kind of want to yeah. do it. Let's Give me, give yeah. me one. All right, Johnny, fine. Richard I, Dreyfus you, as Leonardo. You are going to no. be Richard Dreyfus as Raphael. <laughs> Damn. Ordering, ordering lunch from an attractive young intern, please. <laughs> Wait, you're just staring at her? <laughs> Johnny, utterly petrified by women. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's Richard Dreyfus, utterly petrified by a woman. Johnny, okay. here's a spoiler. You sound exactly like Richard Dreyfus with your normal speaking voice, so oh. it's not that hard to do. Okay. So Richard so Dreyfus as Raphael ordering yeah. from an attractive intern. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I'll take the pizza salad, please. Uh, thank you. Uh, There's nothing it. but polite. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Dreyfus. The pizza salad? Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, it's it, it's a it's it's a uh, pizza, but uh, well, or it's more like it's more like it's more like it, it's more like the toppings of a pizza, uh, put onto a salad. You see, oh, and the okay. croutons, the little bits of, of of pizza crust. Yes. 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 I, I I understand how. How maybe that was so, confusing when I I ordered it, but uh, does Richard Dreyfus have to stutter? 
I don't think so. Uh, so, so I'm sorry, Mr. Dreyfus. So you want an antipasti salad? Uh, and and what kind of dressing can I put on that for you? Um, I'll take um, I'll I'll, I'll take a pizza sauce for the dressing, please. Pizza sauce. Yeah. Yes. Um. Because I am, in fact, a Ninja Turtle, and we famously <laughs> love pizza. Uh, but I'm Richard Dreyfus, who probably eats healthy, because I'm not a big guy, so um, I'm going to do a pizza salad, please. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Anything else I can get you? <laughs> no, no, thank you. You've been a great help. Um, <laughs> have, have Sorry a good day. about my rat friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, the, you know, Splinter ordering the soft boiled clitoris up front really spoiled the rest of those improvs. Damn it, John! <laughs> I don't know. I, I make it David laugh more at this than anything else. Like David seems I was to really, really get hoping that you were going to say the croutons were clitorises. <laughs> yeah, I kept, that's the thing. We kept waiting for the clitoris, John. I know. Was, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, the story of our life. Always waiting yeah. for the clitoris. Story of Johnny's life. It just never came. No, I. Oh, I, want the ep- I want the episode title to be like our episode's about swimming. It's titled "Waiting for the Clitoris." <laughs> See the part, the, you, the, clitoris. the part where you fucked up is waiting for it. You never wait for it. Johnny, I've been waiting for you to hit the calculator computer for like the entire time we've been doing this bit. <laughs> as soon as we clapped. Yeah. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming. Okay. Yay! (laughs) You did it! Great job, David. You got it, man. You can have anything you want for lunch now. Go ahead and order it. Um, should I be... Okay, anything. I'm going to order it as David Fleming ordered Ooh. lunch. Oh, here we go. French fries. Uh, David yeah. from an attractive yeah, egg. And as a side, fries. And as my other side, also fries. <laughs> I was um, I was hoping that maybe we could get um, like an order of mozzarella sticks with some yeah. marinara sauce. And then also, can we get clitoris just See, in general Johnny, that's all it takes man <laughs> um yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna have to check in the back i think we might have just run out but uh i, I might be able to thaw some out for you there david but uh you know, in the mozzarella meantime, sticks yeah i'm, the, I'm also really looking forward to the radio spot it's just me saying and also clitoris yeah johnny you're really sh- we're gonna you really, should, you really shouldn't thaw mozzarella sticks before you put them in the deep fryer. They're supposed to go in frozen. That's how they retain their shape. Right, 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 right. Um, but what about clitoris? Yeah. I mean, while I'm in their shape. You know, on the house, David, I, I would like to offer you the opportunity to select a theme for the next episode while uh, while I'm checking in the back for your order there. Games Ooh. with clits. <laughs> Man. On the house. Nasty um, slits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I... Not bringing um, that back. <laughs> I have recently been playing a lot of open world games, and... You I, have? When? 
Uh, Man Eaters open world. DC Superhero Girls is open world. Um, and I I gotta say, like, I'm kind of over the whole vast exploration. I want some direction, so I think we need to go with some good old-fashioned side-scrolling games. Alright. I hear that. Games with side-scrolling, dare I say it, levels? Yeah. I think that's fair. Can they have, yeah. can they have zones? Uh, no. As Axe? long as you are side-scrolling, mm -mm. yes. Okay. Not a chance. <laughs> Johnny, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> the answer to your question is, fuck no. <laughs> you missed the 30th anniversary. I got it. God damn it. You fucked it up. <laughs> the answer is no. That's the end. No more Sonic on Game That Tune. <gasps> it's over, John. Unbelievable. Um, Johnny can't not believe. bringing a Sonic game on the 30th anniversary of Sonic is like releasing yeah. Sonic Forces for the 25th anniversary of Sonic. I mean, I'm just saying, man. Like, you know, did you guys watch the fucking Sonic uh, Symphony performance? No, I had it saved. I'm gonna watch it later. A large portion of it was devoted to Sonic 06. I call that the Johnny portion. <laughs> <laughs> what a, I mean, great music, but like, guys, maybe don't bring that shit up right now. Um, was there yeah. long loading between songs? Oh, God, was there. And then eventually the whole orchestra just crashed. <laughs> yeah. It turns out the, the whole, whole performance was unplayable. Um, My favorite part then, was when the cello player just got stuck in the wall for a few yeah. seconds. <laughs> and then the whole string section kissed a human woman. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's his world. Uh, so, it, it, David, fantastic theme, man. Side-scrolling <laughs> games next week on Game That Tune. Great pick. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I look forward to choosing some tunes for that. And I want to say thank you to everybody for joining us this week. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We're... Oh, excuse me. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. And we enjoy... Uh, we super appreciate you guys listening. Uh, leaving us ratings, reviews, all that stuff that you're supposed to do to a podcast. Uh, you guys should be doing it. Um... Thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. we got a fantastic just pile of exclusives over there at Patreon. We've got uh, Covered Up. We've got Mixtapes. We've got GTT Gems. Uh, we've got our movie commentaries, which really got to get going again. And, uh, you know, we, we keep the lights on using that Patreon money for a 24-7 video game music live stream at Twitch.tv slash GTT Radio. So we greatly appreciate you guys supporting us on Patreon. Uh, shout out to our absurd fans over there on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Parkey, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mort, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and the last Recon, last but not least Recon. Um, what a fantastic group of patrons we've got at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, we want to say thank you to our requester, Jesse, who made the request this week. Uh, Rainus in the Discord channel. Yep, Rainus, what a guy. Uh, super great sport. Mostly a radio guy, but we, uh, we love you showing up for the show. And he made his request in Discord, or you can make your requests, gamethattune at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune. 
or find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPRegan.jr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. And you can find David Fleming, this week's winner, the soft-boiled king of Game That Tune, on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. Hell yeah, David. You've got bonus tunes, so uh, give us the order for the end of the show. Tell us what you got. Well, I was thinking about our last couple episodes, because I had a Ninja Turtles game, and on the previous episode, our close personal friend of the show and guest Brent Black had mentioned Ninja Turtles as a possible theme and then went with superheroes. Theme this time was swimming, so I was thinking about, like, Brent and swimming and games at the beach and that kind of thing, and it made me think of a question. What if Super Mario Sunshine had lyrics. Ooh. So are you going to let Brental Floss answer that question? Uh, yes. The the song is the answer. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Peace out, everybody! Here on this tropic isle, it's our job to make you smile. Till you're on trial, then we get mean. You look like a guilty gill on eight counts of Dover's spill. You're here till everything's clean. This is fun, right? But you're on the beach with Toadsworth and Mama Peach. What a joy to be condemned by a corrupt judicial system. Have a backpack with a hose. Get some caca on your nose. And there's a spike right by your head. That was just a prototype. Was a game one might infer about a tropical janitor. But they cast Mario instead. Oh yes, the concept is foolproof. We're Cerebrian, oh yes. <laughs> Cause that's what all children wrong for. Cleaning up someone else's mess. <laughs> so now our hero's a felon. Rolling a big watermelon. God, <laughs> The folks here need shine sprites to make the island shine bright. But they all hoard them and blame you. Why, why, why? The water jetpack's genius. But this game gets tedious. They tried to make Mario new. Ew. Yeah, some parts are fun. But it's not my number one. Sure, some games seem like pure gold. If you play them when you're four years old. The voice of Bowser sounds rather like Cookie Monster's drunk brother. Hey, guys. It's not bad as sequels go, but it's a third-rate Mario. Off-brand and improperly paced While it's not my favorite game You can love it just the same Perhaps that love isn't misplaced Cause after all There's no accounting for taste Maneater is copyright 2020 Tripwire Interactive. Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games is copyright 2011 Sega Games Company Limited and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Jaws is copyright 1987 LJN. Hook is copyright 1992 Yukiote Company Limited and Sony Image Soft Incorporated. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is copyright 1989 Konami. Three, two, one, go. Welcome to Game That Tune. Oh shit. Alright, don't stop don't stop recording. Hold on. Too late, I've already stopped three times.
that's what she says. Uh, she really da, 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 da. go on Fiverr and get like a scat version of the uh, theme yes. song. Okay, here we go for real. <laughs>